Sunday, January the 30th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. couple of weeks off and I've forgotten how to use a microphone. My son's fine though. If anybody needs to borrow him to make children disappear, uh, you're very welcome to have him. He's available. I didn't know he had that skill, but it seemed to have worked, didn't it? I'm going to embarrass Jane slightly. Uh, Jane recorded that reading for us for online as well. As you know, most weeks we're online as well. And I have listened to Jane read that every morning since she sent me the recording. That's Jesus praying for us. And Jane read it so beautifully then, but also you need to go and watch it online. She reads it so beautifully. And I have let that reading just every morning take hold of me. Uh, Go and listen to it, because as she reads it, that's what Jesus' words are for us. He's praying that for us, and it's going to be good to dig into those words today, but actually, uh, do go and listen to it uh, as Jane reads it. I need some wires that are longer. There we go. So, we made it to the end of the Daniel fast. Well done, everyone. I wonder what you're looking forward to most. Coffee? Meat. I think there's some uh, meat being uh, done in our household. It has become tradition that the Earls and the Boltons um, break the fast with espresso martinis. I'm not sure if that's a good idea, but that's what we will be doing later on. I wonder what it is that you have missed most through this time. I know we've all given up different things and different ways, but I just want to say well done for committing these three weeks to really giving up things, taking up things and joining in this fast together. And before we dive into the passage uh, that we have before us, I wonder what God has been teaching you. I wonder what God has taught you about the temptation, about the things that you have given up. I wonder what God has taught, uh, taught you about the things that you have taken up. We as a family committed to taking up reading uh, or listening to the Lectio 365 family app every morning and it has been such a special way to start the day. As we've taken that up we definitely won't be giving it up as we go into this year and I also wonder what God has said to you about his people Burlington, IIC together as we've joined in the fast together. What has God been speaking to you about? They're massive questions, but I really hope that over these three weeks you've heard God's voice and that you've been able to take time to listen and to really reflect on what he has been saying. So before we dive into that amazing passage, As we advance into 2022, what is it that God wants you to know about these things? Why don't we just take two minutes all on our own, 
thinking about those questions or just trying to to get to think of one line. What is it that God has been saying to you over the last few days, few weeks as we fasted together? Just have a moment of silence and then I am going to ask you to speak to the person next to you. So that might just focus your mind. Just saying, let's have a moment to think about what God's been doing. If you were to ask me what God had been saying for me over the last three weeks, well, it's a lot, but one sentence would be that through the seasons of sadness and the seasons of joy, he is there. And through every season, he puts people around you to love you through it. That would be my testimony of the last three weeks. Why don't you share just a line with the person sat nearest to you about what God's been saying through this fast to you. got a friend. Just another 30 seconds, so if the other person hasn't had a chance to speak, give them a moment. Okay, if you can bring your conversations to a close. 
really has been uh, a journey for so many of us and certainly a journey for us as a church once again. We physically look different than we did even a week ago and we definitely spiritually will do as well. I would encourage you today before the fast ends or uh, before the day is out to write what you were just saying down somewhere. You think you might remember it in a month's time. I promise you, you won't. (laughs) Oh, well, you might do if you're not like me, but writing things down is really helpful. There's been things that God has said to me in January that I've pondered all year and only made sense of them in the December before. So I would really encourage you to write something down and capture just what you've been saying. Perhaps ponder on those questions a little more in your own time. What has God been teaching you uh, through the last three weeks? Don't miss that moment. And if you're feeling brave or you would like to, I would love to hear some of what God's been doing. Maybe drop me an email, uh, claire at burlington.church, and I would absolutely love to celebrate with you what God's been doing. And uh, if you'd like to share it with other people as well, then please let me know because we can make space within our celebrations over the coming weeks to share what God has been saying to each of us. So we're on our final theme. We've thought about abiding in God. We've thought about being aligned in him. And we're now going to think about advancing into the rest of 2022. We're going to think about advancing. And so bearing in mind uh, with what God has been saying to you over the last three weeks, how do we advance into 2022. So Jesus is praying for his disciples and then the believers in this passage. And he's uh, sort of really honestly and really beautifully praying to his father and saying, I love these guys. These are important to me. You gave them to me and you told me to walk with them for the three years I was here on earth. And now I'm about to leave them. And I am praying really honestly for those you have given me. So the verse up there, I revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours and you gave them to me. Jesus hung out with his disciples. He ate with them. He traveled with them. He performed miracles in front of them. He wept with them. As we advance into 2022, I believe that there is some richness in the prayer that Jesus uh, prayed for his disciples and that those things are also true for us. So as we advance into 2022... I am praying that we advance knowing whose we are and who we are. I'm praying that you know who you belong to and therefore what your identity is because of that. So that verse we just read reminded us that Jesus revealed who the Father was to his disciples. He showed them that he was all-powerful. He showed them that he was compassionate. He showed them how much he loved the world. And out of that knowledge of who God the Father was, it made the disciples understand who they were. They weren't orphans. They were part of the family of God with a Father who loves them. They weren't powerless. They had the God who created the universe on their side. They weren't on their own ever. 
they had God with them always. As we go into 2022, my prayer is that we all know whose we are and who we are. If I know I am a daughter of the king, then watch out world, here I come. I can face anything because I have God with me and he loves me and he's chosen me and I can face even the darkest of days. Some of us know who God is and know whose we are really clearly. We've walked this way for many years. For some of us, this is new to know that the God of heaven loves us. If that is you, do not leave today without talking to me. I would love to explore that more with you as we wander into 2022. So we need to advance knowing whose we are and who we are. And secondly, we need to advance knowing that God is pleased with you and can see your obedience. These lovely verses, verse 6 and 8, I'm going to read verse 8. For I gave them the words you gave me and they accepted them. Or the last part of verse 6, you've obeyed God's word. Often, I can jump at the end of a fast to thinking of all the things I got wrong or the things I haven't heard from God or the sins in my life or the things I need to change this year to work more like God. I think we need to pause before we rush into that place and go, God is saying to you, he is so pleased with you and he's pleased with your obedience and your faith. Now, we know that the disciples were a mixed bunch, weren't they? They fell asleep instead of praying. They were hugely frustrating to Jesus, but he often didn't show it. They were very proud. They got so many things wrong. And yet here, just before he goes to be crucified and then goes to heaven, he is reminding the Father and himself that they have obeyed his word and that they have accepted who he is and that their faith is growing. What encouragement to us. God sees your little acts of obedience. God knows your faithfulness. God can see every time you call out to him. God knows when you get out of bed and think, I don't want to read my Bible, but I'm going to because I will. I love that. God sees your obedience. He sees your growing faith. We arrived early this morning to make sure the space was set up. Within 10 minutes of me being here at half eight, uh, quarter to nine, a whole load of people arrived to set up the band, to do the worship, to make sure the kitchen was ready. Then a load more people arrived to make sure the welcome was done. Sometimes we wonder why we do that. Well, we're family, but God sees all of those moments as well. God sees the way that these guys lead us so faithfully, and he loves it. He loves our obedience. God loves our growing faith. So I want us to pause again before we rush on. And we do this at home. It's called catch and chat. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to ask God the question, what are you pleased with me about today? And I'm not going to give you long because then your mind will start thinking about what you want for lunch and what maybe your WhatsApp saying and da, 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 da. I'm going to give you 30 seconds and I've got to watch. And I want you to just Ask God the question and take his first answer. Because then your brain won't kick into all the things you haven't done. 
You'll just hear the thing that God has done. So why don't you just close your eyes? Father God, we ask that you speak to me right now about what you're pleased with me about today. was your 30 seconds. I'm going to ask you to share it with your neighbour again. I'm sorry. I hope you like them. Is that a nervous giggle or a, a truthful giggle? I'm not sure. Why don't you just share simply what God said to you? Make sure the other person gets a go, so do you swap over? I'm going to encourage you to do that every day this week. I often rush into the, what should I do for you, God? What shall I say for you? Where do I need to go today? What do you want me to do? Oh, and by the way, I did this, this, and this wrong. Why don't you start every morning by simply giving 30 seconds to allow God to say something that he's pleased with you about. Honestly, it will change your day because you will walk through the day going, "Hmm, God likes my smile, which is what he said to me. Simple moments of just allowing God to remind you that he loves you. Simple moments where we just take a moment to pause and say, okay, God, what is it? you love about me today. When you live like that, the day is different. I promise you. I promise you. So as we advance into uh, 2022, why don't we remember that Jesus says here that God sees your obedience. He sees your growing faith and he is pleased with you. That's a good way to live this year. Believe me. The next thing that we can do, though, and uh, we've just sung this song, and Simon chose the songs before I did the talk. Uh, So, you know, he's a prophetic chooser of songs. We will go with that. The power of Jesus's name. The power of Jesus's name. This is what it says. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that we may be one and we are one. I think we underestimate the power of Jesus' name. A few uh, chapters before, there's that verse that says, uh, in this world you will have trouble. That's a fact. Anyone testify to, in this world we will have trouble. Yeah, okay. If you didn't raise your hand, I suspect you're not telling me the truth. (laughs) 
This world can feel like a lot of trouble, can't it? This, fear, this, this world can feel hard. And Jesus in the prayer said that he wasn't, um, he wasn't taking us out of the world, that we had to live in this world, that his disciples were going to have to live in this world, but they weren't going to live in a place where that would actually overwhelm them. He says that I'm going to protect you by the power of your name. Now let's pause for a moment. I did a little Bible uh, overview and I typed into Google because that's what you do these days. I have got a concordance, but that was on the shelf. And uh, I typed in, what does the Bible say about the name of Jesus? And these are three passages, but there are hundreds. These are three passages. Romans 10 verse 13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The name of the Lord has the power to save you from death, from sin, from yourself, from the attacks of Satan, from separation from God. I could go on. The name of the Lord has the power to save you for all eternity. You could smile, cheer, happy dance. Sam was like this. Whatever you want to do. The name of the Lord has the power to save you for all eternity. That is a phenomenally powerful name, isn't it? The name of Claire doesn't. But the name of the Lord can save you. Proverbs 18 verse 10. This is a passage I've referred to so many times already this year. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous person runs into it and is safe. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord protects us, provides us a safe place, a hiding place when times are hard. And then, I mean, I could have used any verses from the Gospels probably here, but Mark 16 verse 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, and they will see miraculous works. So the name of the Lord is powerful enough to save us. The name of the Lord is a safe place to be our refuge. The name of the Lord has the power to heal people, to change people's lives, to see radical difference. I believe that. As we advance into 2022, I am expectant that the power of Jesus's name is going to do incredible things in my life and in our life together. And that's exciting, isn't it? (laughs) Isn't that exciting? In the name of Jesus, miracles will happen in your life because the name of the Lord is ultimate power of the universe. We read right at the beginning that God spoke and the whole world was created. He's kind of powerful, people. The name of the Lord, the name of the Lord. And we sang about it a few moments ago. The beautiful name, the beautiful name can bring healing, can bring comfort, can bring joy, can bring a a kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hope for eternity, but also will banish fear. And I'm therefore comfortably advancing into 2022 because I am secure in him. The final uh, advance I have, though, 
is the last part of Jesus's prayer. My prayer is not that you would take them out of this world, but, not but, that you will protect them from the evil one. As you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. As we advance into 2022, let's know whose we are and who we are. Let's trust the name of God. But actually, let's know that he invites us to be his hands and his feet. He invites us to be sent. He's not taking us out of the world, but he is saying, I want you to be uh, the hands and my feet and my voice in the world. As we advance into 2022, I wonder if you know who God is sending you to and the places he is sending you to. We've done quite a lot of thinking about that, haven't we, through the autumn, through that Look Where I Am series. And we've thought clearly about the fact that God has placed us purposefully in families. He has purposely placed us with people. He has purposely placed us in a workplace or in a neighborhood. He has placed you for a purpose. If you haven't listened to all of those talks, may I suggest you jump online and find those from the autumn. This year, God invites you to be sent. Are you going to go? Jane's going. Let's go, shall we? Are you going to go? And so I've got a few questions for us to think about together, just as we think about that. I wonder if you have a clear idea of who God wants you to go to this year. Not last year. There were people from last year. That's good. Who does he want you to go to this year? Or what places is he sending you to this year? I do uh, something through the Daniel Fast every year, and it's a little orbit challenge. Imagine I am the sun. You can imagine whatever you want to be at the middle of your orbit. And around me, there are a few planets going round and round. And there are closer orbits and there are further orbits. And I say to God, God, who are the people this year that you really want me to invest in? uh, Or you really want me to shine your light to? Or you really want me to spend more time with? Who are the people that are really going to be very close? Now, Jesus had 12 disciples, uh, but three of them were in that orbit one. Because even Jesus had limits on his time. Even Jesus had limits on his energy. Who are the people that God are whispering to you this year and saying, do you know what, those are the people that you need to hang out with loads because I'm going to do something in that. And I would see those people on my orbit one a couple of times a week or text them or phone them. They'd be people that I know God are really placing on my heart at the moment. And then I have some people that I might invest in once a week because Jesus had 12. So maybe I could manage to invest in people 12, uh, 12 different people. And then there are some people that for this season, that perhaps, you know, I've got other people supporting them or other people who are shining the light to I had some people of peace a few years ago and they were really on that orbit one for a good while and then circumstances changed and I tried really hard to keep that friendship up and it was draining, really draining. And God just said to me, they're on a different orbit, Claire, release them. And it was so freeing because I had tried and they didn't reply and da, 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 da. And, And actually God said, but look at that person right under your nose. Why don't you spend some time with them? Tell them about Jesus and that kind of thing. This might not be a helpful exercise for you, but it is for me. 
a way of saying to God again, who are the people for this season you're wanting me to really invest in? Who are the people that are ripe to share the gospel with? Who are the people that perhaps need some extra prayer at this time? Who are the people? You can't have everybody because you will soon burn yourself out. But who are the people especially that this season is about? I'm going to leave that up there. And again, just a minute or two. Why don't you think about, with God, who are the people that God are asking you to really invest in or really pray for or really spend time with over the next season? Let's just have two minutes to listen to God. And maybe you want to ask him, why? Why that person, God? Sometimes God gives me random people. That's fine. But why don't you ask him, why? What is it that you're wanting me to do with that person? Let's have a listen to God's voice for a moment. Lord, we're asking that you help us understand who you are sending us to in this season. We are in this world to be your hands and your feet. Who are you sending us to, Lord? Speak, we pray. another 20 seconds. And so I'd love you to share perhaps one name with the person next to you. And I'd like you to share it very briefly and then just pray for that person with the person next to you. Um, just as a, a way of saying, Lord, thank you for reminding me of that person. And I pray you help me to be your hands and your feet, your, your voice into their life this year. So you've got a few minutes to do that. So why don't you chat to the person next to you?
And if you haven't already, turn your conversation into prayer. And let's begin to wrap our prayers up. Father God, I accept your invitation to be sent. Here I am, send me. I'm available, I'm willing to advance in your name. And as you've uh, put people on our minds and our hearts, I pray you equip us all to be sent to the places that you send us, to the people you are sending us to. Help us to be your hands, your feet, your mouthpiece. Help us to bless those around us. And may we shine your light Literally calling people out of darkness to come and meet with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And so I'm coming into land. Jesus, at the end of his, uh, t- his prayer, said, I have made you, God the Father, known to them, that's us, and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I may myself be in them too. That's a promise. We have God with us and in us by his Holy Spirit. And so as we advance into 2022, let's go knowing whose we are and who we are. Let's go knowing that God is pleased with our obedience and our growing faith. Let's go in the power of his name to the places that he is sending us. It's a beautiful prayer. Go listen to Jane reading it again. But it's a prayer that is prayed for us too. Will you stand with me and we're going to begin to respond through worship. Why don't we just for a moment be still.
Lord, some of us feel like we are advancing full steam into the rest of this year. Some of us feel like our legs are a little wobbly as we step into the rest of this year. The good news we have, Lord, is that you said you're not going to take us out of this world. And whilst this world will have trouble, we do not need to be afraid, for you are with us. I pray as we worship right now, that you will restore to us that sense of belonging to you. That as we worship, we will know who you are and that we will know whose we are. That as we worship, we will enjoy being in your presence, knowing that you love us and you welcome us and you're pleased with us. And as we worship and sing these words, come by your Holy Spirit, we pray, to empower us to advance in your name. I pray that as we worship, as we call on you to build our life based on who you are, that you will, Lord, come by your Holy Spirit to equip us to be sent into this world to be your hands and feet. Let's use the words of this song, but let's expect that God is going to meet with us as we sing.